0: move forward with this then. So Jeremy, you uh, uh, sent me a message the other day, which I'm always encouraging people to do that, and you said you wanted to talk about the things that hold people back, and, and I thought that that was a great topic to talk about. I've been in line with some of the things I've been doing, I'm running a sales training program right now, and so I thought this would be an awesome opportunity for you, who are well, the consummate uh, real estate rock star to talk to us about the, uh, I'm trying to think of another cool adjective to throw in there, but, 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 um, the, I thought it would be good to have you just share with us some of the things that you think are holding uh, agents back. So sure. let's, let's, let's take a look at some things that I think might be helpful. So what, what kind of excuses yeah. do you hear from people who say, if I had this, or if I had that, or if, if, if I just had this, then I could be successful.
1: Right. Right. Well, let me give you a little bit of background where I'm coming from. Um, I've been in real estate, been involved in real estate in one way or another uh, since about 2006, um, and actually a couple of years before that, and uh, running various companies um, that I've started and that some other people have started since about that time, and I've heard all the excuses, and I've given all the excuses, frankly. Um, Right now, I'm in a brokerage, um, and I'm mentoring new agents as they come in, uh, either new people who are uh, brand new to real estate or people who are brand new to this company and working to make them successful. So some of the excuses that I hear, and I hear several of them, um, I, I don't have the right computer. Um, you know, my laptop's out of date. Um, I, I, I can't make all my calls because my phone is not up to date. It's it's downloading something. It, it's It has to do... Whatever. I mean, that's on a day-to-day basis. Um, I can't take clients out because I don't have a nice car. You know that—that's one that—that that always cracks me up. Because if you—if you can't take clients out, how do you how do you get clients? How do you show them houses? How do you you know? I mean, there's there's a hundred things. Um, well, I'll I'll get my first client after I have some more
0: training. Um, that's the one I hear so much. You know, if I just had more training,
1: right. In in my time from, from teaching real estate uh, in the short sale world, um, every time you put a seminar on, there was, and I won't say his name, but there, there was a guy that he, he always requested, um, front row, speakers right, second seat. Every seminar I ever put on, and I, I put on a lot, and I spoke at a lot of them over six years, that guy was in seat number two. And as far as I know, he never closed a deal but he spent thousands. I had a guy
0: who was in seat second row, seat three. I'll never forget that.
1: Yep. Yep. He spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars uh, on knowledge He took notes and he asked good questions, but he never kicked it over into actually doing it. And so that, that's probably the big one um, that I get from agents now is I I don't know enough. I I can't call that person. I can't knock on that door. I can't talk to that FISBO for sale by owner, because I don't. What if I don't know the answer to what they say?
0: That's my. I, I hear that all. The, it doesn't make any difference. If you're selling anything more complicated than a Big Mac, people want to tell you that all the time. Well, I, what if they ask me a question I don't know? What if they don't?
1: Yeah. Oh, great, rock you're and gonna, roll. That, then, then you're going
0: to figure out what people, what questions people are asking, and then you're going to get the right training to figure out that that out.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, those are those are the excuses that I get on a on a fairly consistent
0: basis. Um, you know, it costs twenty dollars a day to rent a car. If you get a, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't make this more complicated than it has to be. If you've got a client that you've got a potential eight thousand dollar income on a close, and you can't go get a car for twenty bucks, you you've got a problem.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, or uh, take Uber. Meet him Tell them you'll yeah. meet them at the place. You know, I meet mean, nobody has. Yeah. There's. The, the the 30 seconds where you stand in the driveway or waiting to get in the door um, is it, the only time the car is ever going to be an issue.
0: Right, right. So, Yeah, I have an interesting story about a real estate agent in the car, but I, I, I'll, I'll save that for another time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'll save that for another time. So what do they really need, Jeremy? What, what, what does somebody really need?
1: Um, you really just need the drive to do it. Uh, there, there's no, there's no magic button. There's no, there's no tipping point uh, in training. You, um, you have to know what somebody wants or be able to ask the right questions to get to what somebody wants. Um, and ultimately it comes down to, I'm not selling a house. Uh, I, I'm selling me, I'm selling my expertise and my knowledge and, my ability to connect with you in the, the 30 seconds we talk on the phone initially or, or meet face-to-face on the sidewalk or whatever, um, that's the sale. It it has nothing to do with houses or anything else. It's, it's are you going to buy me um, as your real estate agent, and are you going to buy my listening skills so I can understand what it is that you want? Um, it, it's the same as any sales process I've ever done. Um, it's just we're dealing with a bigger ticket item at this point.
0: Yeah. Uh, other than basically you're selling you. I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, sell what you've got. Well, you've always got you. Right. And, and you may have a, uh, if you have a good attitude, if you have a good, if you have a good connection with other people, uh, those things are easy to sell. And yeah, that's absolutely. Really what people buy. That's it's really conne- what
1: people buy. It, it's a connection. It, it's can you and I connect on some level, um, for long enough to, to get it for me to get into your head and find out what you want, and for you to articulate either verbally or non verbally what it is that you want in a house, in a property, in a location, whatever, um, and go from there. And it's widgets, it's roofs, it's windows, uh, it's computers, you know, it, it's anything. It's all that same question.
0: I was, I was doing some sales training coaching a while back, and to, to, I was coaching some trainers a while back. And they said, well, one of the objections I get was, well, have you ever trained anybody in this particular industry? And, and it was in the insurance industry, and they wanted to talk about a specific brand so do you still need clients? Yeah. You still need clients. Do you still have to make calls? Yes. Do you start to make sales? Yes. Do you start to uh, manage an agenda? Yes. Do you start to to do all of the things you got? It doesn't change just because you have a different color shirt on.
1: Right. Right. And it's, it's not, um, it's not even about who, you know, um, one of the ones I dealt with last week was, well, I'm brand new to the area. I'm familiar with real estate, but I'm brand new to the area. So there's no, uh, sphere of influence or circle of friends or whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, real estate's about the numbers. Uh, it, it's, it's, did you talk to X number of people to get to X number of contacts, to get to X number of conversations, to get to X number of closes. And there's enough of us out there doing this that have been doing real estate for, for years and years and years, longer than I've been doing it. Uh, the numbers are the numbers. They don't, they don't lie. You, you talk mm-hmm. to 10 people to make three contacts to make, one client and and three clients to get to a sale, and you know it, it is what it is. So right. if you don't know anybody, then go start talking to the people at the grocery store and the guy on the street and the dry cleaners that, and, if and whatever. If you get
0: in the habit of talking to people, it'll make all the difference in the world. Yep, I, and I listening. I used to, because it helps you to listen. I, I used to take a uh, brand new agent, brand new people out, brand new sales professionals. I would put them in a, in a restaurant and I would have them hold a conversation with the waiters. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just practice talking. Uh, have a conversation with somebody while we're waiting to be seated. Right. You, you learn how to talk to people and then learn how to listen. And, and then I would quiz them on what they heard while they were talking. Yep. Uh, and and if they were missing it, you're gonna you're gonna have problems no matter what.
1: Right. Yeah. If, so, you can't, if you can't talk to people, sales is probably not your game. Right. But almost everybody can talk to people. You you don't live in a box. You don't live in a vacuum. Um.
0: Yeah, there are a few so. people who who don't have that kind of a people skill to be able to do that, which is a really important point. We can It's 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 not that people are natural born salespeople. Right. That is a horrible myth that gets more people in trouble. Well, I just don't have the gift. Uh, you're sitting here having a conversation with me, convincing me of the reasons why you can't do this. You and can't, you talk can't to me. turn yeah. around and have that conversation and convince somebody that this is the right thing to do.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll be sitting at a restaurant and I'll hear somebody say something about moving or about selling a house or what if we list this and, and my wife and kids at this point have just kind of given up on, me not doing it so i will go over and have a conversation and and i've sold houses that way right so there's nothing wrong with it we, you know we, i mean what's the worst you're gonna do is tell, tell me to get lost
0: oh well we, we do all those things in private you know we, we should actually everything that we do we should do as public as we possibly can yeah that's the reason why i go do my wednesday gig on it at the coffee shop because it gives us a chance to have a conversation out in public and probably at least once every two or three weeks, somebody will come over, sit down with us and say, what are y'all doing? Why do you do this? Can, can we talk about this? I heard, overheard you say this and, and this is something that I need help with. It's just amazing what happens when you do
1: that. Right. Right.
0: You know, you don't know, compartmentalize I, your life because we don't do that with anything else. Uh,
1: no. I, and you know, I perfect example. I, I walked up to a house to show the other day when my clients were sitting in the car, they were walking around, I'm looking at something in the front yard. Well, the neighbor's over next door, so I went and talked to the neighbor while we're waiting for the people ahead of us to get out of the house, and they told us things about the house that we wouldn't have known otherwise. Right. You know, um, it, it's just it's just talking, and, and if you can talk to anybody, you can you can sell.
0: In my sales training, I always tell people that I call that left-right marketing. You know, if you have if you have one person to talk to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then there's somebody on the left side and there's somebody on the right side, so so now That's you have point. three, right? You know, right. just get the first person because then that automatically turns into three.
1: Absolutely, and if you're having a conversation with your client in Starbucks or in in the coffee shop as you do, um, I, I'm not shy. I'm not hiding what I'm doing. We're talking, and and there's always people around, as you said, the the left and right. They may not say something, but I make sure that when we leave, one of my cards stays on the table. If I, if there's anybody else in the place, you
0: never know. Since you mentioned business cards, I used to when I, when I was <laughs> I was sales trainer for 15 years. I never used a business card because I would get reps say, "Well, I will be ready as soon as my business cards come in." Oh, uh-huh. and I say, "I don't have a business card. Let me show you how to do this without a business card." Right. No, it, it's
1: just a. It, it's a leave behind. I, I leave these things on right. on counters and on tables and whatever else. I, sure,
0: sure. I, and I understand that, and there's tremendous value of that. But I would never let that be an obstacle.
1: No. The, and, and the thing is, Eric, if, if that's an excuse, then as soon as the cards come in, there's going to be another excuse. There's okay, going to be something excuse. else.
0: Right. Let's, yeah. let's get rid of this one right up front, and uh, and, and it's a great place to be. Okay, yeah. Jeremy. If you could take, if you could, uh, with one with in one thirty-minute conversation, eliminate the major obstacle that people have. What would it be?
1: Um, the the major obstacle that I run across, and, and I ran across, I mean with myself as well, um, is fear of failure. What happens if I can't do this? What happens if I can't sell this house? If I can't win this client? If I can't get this listing? If I can't, whatever. That's the biggest one. Um, So, in general, fear and and fear of failure is is huge. Um, I've started companies, I have crashed and burned with companies, and then continued burning on the ground while everything fell down around me, and it wasn't fun. Um, Right, right. You know, but been there, done that. Been there, done that. Anybody who who has done anything outside of the corporate. Uh, you know, shelter uh, has done that. And if you haven't, then you will. Um, but you know what? I'm still here. And sure. and I learned lessons. And the immediate lesson was uh, how do we survive? How do we pick it up tomorrow and go on? How do I put food on the table for next week? And, and those kind of things. The farther away you get from it, the more lessons that I'm learning from those experiences. And there's been a couple. Um, it, it's the the deeper, longer term, what did I pick up from that? And, and what led to that? And what did I miss the first time? Or or was it the market conditions and I didn't see it coming or, or, I mean, there's a hundred different things. Right. Um, well, and I, I'm not the original person to say this, but, but failure is not something to be feared. Uh, it's something to look forward to because that means that you're moving forward. Um, you know, not to be cliche, but you, you fall forward. Right. You pick it up and you you start again tomorrow. Um, the, the worst that can happen, the business fails. So what?
0: Right. They can't eat you.
1: Right. Nobody's going to drag me out behind the building and put a gun to my head. Uh, right. It's, so failure is just failure. You, you lose your money, you lose your house, you lose your car. Okay, but what did you learn from it and, and move on? And I know that's hard to say, especially some of you guys are going through it. Um, it doesn't look like there's an outside, like there's an out, but there is. Um, yeah. Any any entrepreneur book you want to pick up, video you want to watch, um, we've all been there.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, people hear the success stories and they don't hear the failures that got them to there. Yeah you know and and that's always important and so that 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 obstacle that fear that's really something that goes on inside your head mm-hmm. now we it's we can focus on on helping people with what goes on inside their head while we while they're learning to right. have conversations while they're learning to do other things and so there are little processes that we frequently take people through to help them to get rid of that stuff that goes on inside of their head but the biggest obstacle is your mind. Your mindset can become your greatest asset or your biggest obstacle.
1: And notice I didn't say take away failure, take right. away the fear of failure. Right. So, right. And Wayne, Wayne has a great
0: inevitable point. In, yep. in, in, in any, in any thriving venture. If there's no risk that's associated with it, there's minimal reward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not putting it all on the line, um, then you're probably not going to make what you think you should make. And Wayne has a good point there. It's almost impossible to, to succeed without hitting rock bottom. And I think that's exactly correct.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Well, Jeremy, anything else you'd like to say as we wrap this? This is a great conversation. I, just so that all of you will know, Jeremy was a student of mine way back in, uh, I'm not going to say way back because that always makes him sound like he's old. <laughs> uh, I would rather Jeremy sound old today than me, but but a long time ago, Jeremy was a student yeah. of mine, and and I um, survived it, and he survived it, and we've stayed in contact, and and I've I've been watching his career just take off, and and I was real excited when he said, let's let's connect here, and let's do this, because um, because I I thought that that you all would enjoy hearing from him, and so anything else you'd like to say as we wrap up, Jeremy? Um, hey, I'd just like to say if you guys are.
1: Anywhere near Michigan, um, need a house, know somebody needs a house, have them call me.
0: Yeah, Jeremy will do that for you. Here's the thing that I found interesting. Jeremy gives the same effort and energy in a $44,000 investment piece of property that he gives to a $440,000 dream home. It's true. And, And I've watched him do that. He sells what he's got. And he sells it with the same energy and the same passion no matter what. So I'm um, very, very impressed with that because that is the secret to, su- to a, a real permanent success is to, to sell what you've got, work with what you have, and, and you can get better in the process. And that's yep. really what Jeremy's saying today. Let's, let's get better at what we do. Um, but let's don't, hold, let's don't let the fear of not getting better keep us from doing what we need to do.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Move it forward
0: just keep moving forward. So thank you so much for joining me today. Jeremy, thank you for being on. Thanks for having me for making this a great time. We've we've had some great comments. I'll probably have to go back in the, uh, in, in a little bit and respond to those, but thank you for making the comments. We do appreciate that. we have try to kind of keep, keep up with that as we go, but can't always do that, especially when there's two people on the, on the, on the broadcast. So thank you so much. Look forward to talking to y'all soon. Thanks. See ya.